The time before last time on the Katsuri Ha Podcast. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um. I, yeah, he, he can get he can get dual credit on the. Uh, it can be Patrick Schroeder featuring, in, but he's got to be just, in parentheses. Maybe I'll make this like uh like a two part thing, and then it's like two separate parts like Pokemon Red and Blue of interviews and so you to get the full benefit of both interviews you have to listen to both episodes so like and we need a link be like, do we want to talk about the fourth amendment mm, not really we want to talk funny. about Aaron it's Wasserman though alright I'm here I'm talking and we will talk about Aaron Wasserman once we're done with Patrick next time <laughs> on the Casa de Haha de Haha what was it called the podcast yeah oh yeah yeah one of those see ya Okay, so, we're back. Welcome back. Aaron, Fudge, in Hymenstein and Wallen. Oh, it's so good Wasserman. to be back. Oh, it's so nice to Enter hear you Enter the Wasserman. The Wasserman comes in the night for you. Ah, okay. I'm here. I have to get that out of the way. My valiant partner, Patrick Schroeder. We're here with also side. Patrick Schroeder, also known as Schrotime, also known as Schrodinger's Pat. Schrodinger. Uh, yes, yeah, so I'm here. That's my voice. He's here, <laughs> Patrick. I forgot, I forgot to say something. You heard him last episode. This is great because this can actually be the intro. And uh, this is the Fuse double episode of Patrick Schroeder and Aaron boom, Wasserman. Boom. In We're the, in Miami. In oh, the Fuse. Oh, oh, at the Museum oh, of Science. Wah, 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 wah. Dubstep for Christ. We are in Patrick's car. We are in a parking lot of a Museum of Science, a wonderful place next to a planetarium. And uh, we're talking comedy, we're talking... Newbies. Everything. Life. I mean, comedy, I say the word comedy, you should just extrapolate that into an infinity loop right in your third eye. Because it's everything. Uh, and perhaps I'm biased. Because you did DMT with John Gregory. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. I was going to say because I was a comedian, but the DMT thing is valid criticism. I, I was just thinking about the way you described that, and I was like, oh, yeah. In case everybody didn't know, hmm. I'll go on the record. Got nothing to lose. Uh, stretching your brain out today, a little bit, doing a little flexing, if you will. Yes, and I believe uh, if I was doing a little bit of flexing, you would be a personal trainer in this category I'm a, because I'm experienced. You, you're a well-traveled spiritual warrior, as I described earlier. People have told me about my aura. I'm not. I don't believe in that. What do they shit. say about your aura? I um, it's weird. I have uh, that. It's weird. No, no, it's weird that I have, I have, I have similar that. experiences with people that tell me about my aura. It's like an emerald. They, I have an emerald, greenish. This is what I've been told. I don't, I don't believe in this Okay, well, you've established that, but what does the so greenish aura mean? It? I don't know. They must tell you it embodies some characteristic. The first time? Patrick, you want, ta- you want sorry. The first? Patrick, can you tell us what his green aura means, his emerald aura? No, I can't, but I get what they're saying because... Uh, this is four, it's four per- persons told me this. You do you do kind of have a very relaxed, uh, sort of chill vibe. The first one that told me that was at a bar. She was like 40 years old, and she she was like... I, I thought it was funny at first, and then she goes, oh, let's go to the parking lot because I want to suck your dick. Wow. I, w- I need to change I straight was, up. It scared me. Straight up. It scared me. And what I, happens? I, what I did was it was a it was a bar that I was kind of regular, so I went to the bartender who was a. I go, hey, can you, 
tell this girl that you're my girlfriend, you know, kind of get her off my back. This guy was kind of crazy. Like, I was feeling, like, a little afraid of this girl, you know. Like, I don't know, you know. She trying to like bite my dick off or give me AIDS on purpose? Like, I don't know. I'm new to I mean, Florida. The, the thoughts I mean, go through this your head. Is, but how right. I was like brand what, new to Florida. What probability chance did you think brand, of the old dick biting AIDS giver? I was, I, I was five percent chance. I was brand new to Florida, and you know you hear stories chance. of face eatings and things like that. You don't know how how, so, how recent no, of an but, immigrant are you? Um. Well, now it's it's we're going on five years. All right. All right. Continue. But uh. So I told the bartender, Invasive like, exotic like, hey, here. you know, hey, help me out, you know, tell me. And she, they start having a conversation, and it, and the bartender's just making up bullshit. Wait, wait, can I, just to, uh, please continue, but what was your initial answer to her statement? I'm, uh, I, I, I'm... What? I gotta think about it or something, <laughs> I don't remember. But okay, it but it was like a put off, like... Not a yes and not a no. Right. I wasn't totally against it immediately. Okay. It was like, I did have to think about it for a second. It was like, I don't want to immediately say yes because, you know, I've had those stories, those too good to be true stories mm-hmm. where you're like, oh, like, you're not, uh, you know, you don't get a condo. You, you're, <laughs> in fact, you have to pay for those hotel room and the cocaine. Uh-huh. <laughs> Whatever. That's the deal. Right. But. In this particular scenario, I was just kind of weary. But anyway, the, the point of the story was right. I was trying to ask this girl to help me out, like get me out of the situation. It was uncomfortable. Right. And the bartender, I was like, hey, if you pretend to be my girlfriend or whatever and say something to that, you know, that kind of but effect. But you could, okay. Just to get her off my back. You couldn't say no. I, I was trying to. She you was didn't just want to like, reject she, the poor no, girl. She was going, I don't care about a girlfriend or whatever. She's just like, I'm my just mouth, gonna, I'm, yeah. that we'll thing be, that's in between your legs. That emerald. Parking lot. Emerald, emerald yeah, aura. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> give me some of that green. Uh, yeah, give me that green. And I'm like, I got weed, but she's like, no, I want I want that skeet green. Yeah. And, I mean, hindsight's, John hindsight's 2020, but, <laughs> like, maybe I should have got my dick stuck. But the bartender, she's like, she's like, she starts talking, and, like, she starts having fun with this girl instead of, like, realizing what her fucking... Her motive is supposed to be is getting me out of the situation. She goes, "Oh yeah, he's got a big dick <laughs> and all this." I'm like, I'm "Like you're not uh, helping." That's this. the opposite. I yeah, think. you're promoting. Yeah, exactly. It was like, it was the best horrible situation that I've probably ever been in. And I did. I I refrained. I did not get my dick sucked by um, crazy, <laughs> crazy tripping girl at the bar that I just like. So you eventually just kind of like skirted out of there. Did you re- you regretted it though? I bet. A little bit, yeah. a little bit. On the right I didn't, home, did I, you like rub your crotch well, and kind of think yeah, about it. Well, yeah, I was like at home by up. myself, like man, I could have an actual mouth instead of watching this on the on my laptop. I could have actually had a mouth crazy. I could have actually had an actual crazy girl. That, right, <laughs> like, right. Instead of watching a crazy a real girl, life crazy yeah, girl. I could have had a real life crazy girl. It would have been weird if you went home and she was in the porn that you were watching. Yeah. Whoa! <laughs> then I would have really regretted and it. And then it, yeah, I would have been a, like, "Holy fuck! What an uh, idiot!" I could have had. And it's like Sri Lankan she dick biting porn. Dick. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She bites the dick. You're like, off. I knew it. <laughs> yeah. ah. you, you high five yourself on the way home. You high five your own balls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Close call. Balls. Could have. We could have had a dick biter on our hands. Way to go. 
Oh, so it's situations like that that brought you into stand-up comedy, eh, Aaron Wasserman? So, yeah, something like that. You've gotten to it, uh... Was it you saying you wish you had gotten to it earlier? I wish I, yeah. I think that's something a lot of comedians can sympathize with, especially these days. Yeah, I just wish I would have uh, accepted art as something that's a part of me earlier. And more so than any one particular art. Um, so you were never like encouraged like it wasn't it was never seen as anything you could do like oh, being a stand-up no. comedian or a musician oh, no, or something no 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 yeah, never, that was never, never. it was never oh that was a that was funny that you know that was the joke in my house like oh, <laughs> being one of those being a clown <laughs> you're, yeah, you're, yeah what are you gonna do you're gonna play guitar or something or paint paint a picture yeah wow yeah, yeah. what was it more like make some money or what were they like, saying? I, I imagine like, the, the your dad saying like, that in a Ferrari with like chewing gum with like fancy glasses as no, he like it was, it was, rolls over immigrants. It's not. It's like, I, see, my mom was like a big. Uh, she was a singer, but she wasn't. Like, oh, big, that's the arts. Yeah, no, she was really into arts like as a kid, and, She's and a before I guess I was born. No, 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 oh. no. She's a teacher. She really started focusing on her work and and getting into being an educator. Um, when mm. my parents divorced in 1983, and uh, it was all about it's a lot of work, you know, and it was all you know really and she, you know, but I coming up was really influenced by my father. There were some interesting times, and in, I don't know if I should, I don't know, I guess I should say it. like I mean it can always you know it can stay my, in or I, whatever. Uh, my, you know, my my mom. I didn't. I didn't necessarily. I. I Go for to it. To this day, I've trust. I, I'm. I have a really hard time trusting uh, people. And there's just from contradicting information that I got from my divorced parents. I think is. Sure. I mean, and that that makes you pretty young when that happened. Four, yeah, five, yeah. six. Yeah. Well, well, the, when it initially. I was happened, around eight or nine the, when you know, mine split. Yeah, I was. Do you come from a broken home old. too, Patrick? Uh, eight or nine as well. Also. Hey, high five divorce. all around. Well, yeah. I think we uh, found the. Uh, White people do comedy. <laughs> <laughs> Don't fucking get divorced because you will create little needy monsters. <laughs> little needy. Just cluttering up the internet box. with meaningless posts yeah, and, memes and, and best of comedian articles that are meaningless. <laughs> oh, but you truly are the best, though, Daniel Ruskin. Miami New Times. New Times. Never gonna learn to let you down. <laughs> the best. No, but back to me. To be no, the um, best you got. To- <laughs> that's a tenacious D. Oh, that's a David Great song about being the best new album. Anyway, get to get to, to get back to depressing. No, to get back to uh, the coagulation of a comedian. Oh, um, the fact that I just didn't realize that I was like I, I only. Recently, it wasn't a possibility. I recently. But what were you gonna do? Might, what were you know, gonna do? You know, like you know, I talked to my little brother about this, and he kind of like he kind of shrugs it off, like oh, you know, like. Like maybe it was just kind of me also, like my my own uh, perception. Sure. Right, like I built it, like I built this whole thing, like trying to be more responsible than I was supposed to be for my siblings. You were eldest of maybe I wasn't as couple. discouraged as I thought just, I was, like I as I thought I felt, as I felt yeah, I was. You felt you couldn't. In retrospect, whether right, it was a subconscious thing that I felt that wasn't an actual. Yeah. Uh, discouragement. Regardless, but, yeah. I I came into it. I feel a lot better now. Sure. I mean, it's you know you can't compare like your your past early pain with like the pain now that seems so much realer. You know. It's yeah. Like, no, but I I don't re- I I feel like I I struggle sometimes with thinking about like man, 
and I look at the guys like Patrick, you struggle with thinking Schroeder. about man. No, I, I, <laughs> and I look, look at, at Patrick Schroeder. Like Patrick okay, Schroeder, and I like, I'm like, you're I'm like holy shit, you know, like I wish I would have started somewhere, like, but, and then, and I got, I reconcile with myself. I'm like, I have life experiences that that can't be matched. Exactly. Um, right. And then, and but. You know, but at the same, but in in reverse, Way it's more the than same you, thing. It's this, you know, and they so it's different. And it, it's different isn't is good. Different is good as long as I keep working and trying to make myself better. As like that's mm. what I try to so, focus. What on. age did you get into comedy at? I um did my first stand up act on September second, uh, two thousand ten. But I consider myself uh, 30 years old. Cool. Because people get into it at all ages now. And, like, and I, then I consider so myself, I consider my start of comedy, becoming serious and a serious writer and a stand-up comic, uh, less than one year later at August 10th, 2011. Mm. Which is, um, just because I only did, it was probably make my 11th time on stage within that year. Uh, mm-hmm. But it was like, it was like three times within like a week and I was like I either have to do it for real because before that it was like I did one and then I did one a couple months later and then I did another couple months later and just it was under like, the guise of I'm trying this out yeah and then I like I went to a rock show and my friends like uh, let me open for like, a couple bands and I did okay oh, your first shows were all going pretty no, well yeah well no the first one went really well uh, as far as a first timer goes uh, right now I look back on it and be an okay set but mm-hmm. uh, and then I just bombed like two in a row and I was like I have to I, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna quit this but I'm not gonna quit on a bomb I'm gonna go out and do okay again are you, are you giving Patrick's answers <laughs> is that well no that's I mean I think that happens to a lot of people yeah. Yeah. that's when funny a similar bomb, thing happened to him when, when that first time you bomb it really it hurts man it, wow really, you don't Hard, think it's man. gonna be as bad as it is oh yeah like, it's, and you it's, think it's you're everything gonna handle Dan it better Dakota's describes <laughs> how you're it's like not just everybody in the room everyone in the you. universe everybody yeah that you've ever contacted with your family everyone in the universe everyone like, knows every part of, every at. electron is like oof, ooh, man. Yeah, I probably shouldn't have done that. Especially if, <laughs> especially if that's not the first thing that happens. Like you do things and they they get oh, a reaction, and then you do the so same things, and you're like, yeah, uh, the thing's gonna happen, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing. What? It's worse than nothing. Oof. Like this vacuum that sucks your the next joke you're gonna tell. But right it's so out great and retro. Fucking... You know, like now oh, look at us. Yeah. We're like. Scurvy pirates, scars and stuff, well, and we're like, ha ha ha! We bombed are. crap the other night. You yeah, once are. you guys are a little bit ahead of me. And I, uh, you I, got uh, we got I some comic years on you, but you got some uh, what of that life crap experience stuff. Well, you know, a couple of those. I think a couple. I appreciate you. We got what? Your you're 24. Story. I'm 28. You're 33. I will be hut, 33 hut, hut. next month. There you go. Yeah. I I would have to say in terms of bombing, you're right there with us, Fudge. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're. <laughs> uh, we embrace you. You're bombing at a day, uh, advanced grade level. <laughs> I really, I really, I... You're bombing way above more, your years. But... More importantly, I mean, I do, more importantly than anything, to be totally honest, it's all about being on stage, but right there with it, it's like the guys, the guys that, that you respect as funny people, to have them 
turn around and welcome you is is something that is really flattering and I you know I really appreciate every person that does welcome me especially the ones that I respect as funny people and 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 you two are included in that and there's many others like we've talked about Dan Bono is really great Bono you too yeah, no, you, you I two as in Patrick Schroeder and Daniel Reskin as in you two that uh, are here oh. with me. Oh, sorry. I think you guys are funny and I respect you and I, and I appreciate you welcoming me and as a asshole. You you know, there's some some people kind of just get it. And, uh, and those and, people are assholes. And it's a, <laughs> indeed. And it's kind of irrelevant, like some people, you get it irrelevant to your actual skill level. Like, you may even see, like, the weaknesses you have so apparently, but you kind of just have to get through them. And I'm not saying you, but a newer comic. No, and I'm, you can I see outside you. of that sphere, oh, like... Yeah. I remember seeing uh, Fudge the first time. Uh, first Fudge! I don't know if, I don't know if it was the, uh, the first time I saw him, but it was, like, the first time I sort of watched him. And uh, he was being funny, but he... Just it was a dead crowd, but the way he handled it, I was like, oh, I like this guy. Like he's right. He like he he wasn't getting like pissed off or anything. Like he was just uh, he was still being funny. Like even even when it wasn't going well, he just is just funny. That's something that just the way you describe that, it's like something that I try to maintain is not to get upset. It's not the crowd's fault ever. I see people do that all the time where they turn around and they go. They go, you motherfuckers, or like not for uh, verbatim, but something like like that. And they yeah. try to scold the crowd. Right, like hello, oh yeah, you guys. Oh, oh no one got it. Yeah, is this thing? No, all? we got like, it. Yeah, like ain't nothing to get. Yeah, like I don't. Get that it. is it's always like, a funny reaction. They, where they're way. mad at the crowd. It's like how could like that's what I sit back and I go how how could you how could wow. you how. See, that's a, bo- a great instinct it. to have it's in the like, beginning. That's very like serving. That's very, you know, yeah. You get it. You're there to entertain, and it's it, right. It's not, not there. They want to have fun. They don't want to hate you. They right. want to like you. It's not their fault. You're fucking it up. You drop the ball. The Figure out the... why and get back out there. Right. Yeah, Stop you know? doing the imitating the ball drop Stop that you got so the good rape at. Bit. You know, whatever. <laughs> the the rape abortion joke is going great. Well, that's actually interesting because you you do more uh, sort of edgy. That is material. true. On purpose. Do, the clips yeah, no. we're playing from Casa, I believe, are some pretty edgy stuff. I uh, definitely like to play the line. You know, I that's the mechanic sage. Of North South Florida. <laughs> Give it up for Mr. Aaron Wasserman. What's up? Yeah, sweat records. You guys think that girls who drive smart cars are trying to overcompensate for something? Right? They're huge vaginas. Yeah. Oh man, speaking of, speaking of girls, I uh, I made a sex tape, I made, I made a sex tape, uh, but uh, the great thing about my sex tape is if you watch it backwards, it's this lovely tale of a beautiful lady who gets me to stop crying by sitting on my penis for 25 seconds. 
I'm just kidding. I, it's a joke. Really, really, for me, for me, sex, sex really is all about what the woman wants. Yeah, which is usually around two hundred dollars. Good. I can afford that. Oh yeah. Actually, I started dating. I uh, I'm like right now. I'm like I'm in a gangster chicks. You know, like some real gangster ass bitches. Cause let me just tell you, cause I know like if shit really goes down and we get pregnant, like she's down to murk that bitch. You know what I'm talking about? Like, nothing's getting in the way of our paper, baby. <laughs> and what I'm saying is I'm pro-choice. So I'm pro-choice. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I never... I, I never really wanted kids. I never wanted to have kids. I, and I think I get that from my parents. I, uh... Yeah, whatever. No, but I was, I was a tough kid. I was always a tough kid growing up, but my mom always knew I was going to be a tough kid. She used to always tell me, Aaron, I always knew you were going to be a tough kid because you had the ability to bend wire hangers before you were even born. Uh-huh. That's a joke. I wasn't aborted. I was never aborted. I did... I did have a bad case of the SIDS growing up. Uh, not the worst case ever, but it's pretty bad. Oh yeah, family. Let me tell you about my father. He's one of those do as I say, not do as I do kind of guys. You know those guys? Yeah, so you can imagine my confusion at four years old standing there trying to figure out how to go fuck myself. I'm just kidding. My dad's a real, he's a real supportive guy. He's, he actually came out tonight. Give it up for my dad. I know, that's not, it looks like my dad. It really does. I'm always so hopeful he's gonna show up one of these days. Yeah. I was trying to sleep last night. I was trying to get to bed, and I heard one of those bumps in the night, you know? So I reached under my bed and grabbed my baseball bat, because I thought it just very well might be my dad coming to play ball like he promised me all those years ago. Fucking asshole. Yeah. I do, I do a couple impressions. You guys like impressions? Yeah. All right, all right, here. First one's a little tough for me to get into character. Do not make me repeat myself. That's my impression of history. <laughs> He's autistic and Asian. We don't stand a chance. That's my impression of numbers. Thank you. Here's my impression of a rodeo clown on his third day on the job. Rodeo clown, third day on the job. <laughs> you think this is my first rodeo? Thank you. Alright, hey, um, don't you guys hate it when you're eating pe uh, peanut M&M's and you drop one but you can't pick it up because it rolled within 500 feet of a school? It's the fucking worst. Yeah. Molestation is a touchy subject, I know. Alright. 
don't know if any of you guys recognize me. I was uh, I was recently on TV. Uh, I was on the news. I uh, actually saved someone's life. Thank you. Yeah. Save someone's life. Give the fuck up. That's right. So, let me tell you a story. It's kind of funny. I was out with this girl a couple weeks ago, and I think she may have taken too many drugs. I might have put too many in her drink. I don't know. It's only my third time, you know, so I don't have the whole roofie to body weight ratio down yet. You know, she's wearing a lot of clothes. So I'm raping this girl, right? I'm raping her, rape, rapey style. I think it's just the one position. And I don't know if you guys can tell just by looking at me, but I'm a pretty romantic guy. Like, like I really like to get down with the kissing. And, like, I really put the sensual in non-consensual. Where I'm going with that. Yeah. The point is I'm romantic, right? So I'm raping the shit out of this girl, right? I'm raping her, and I'm thrusting, and I'm kissing, and I'm mouth-breathing, and, and somewhere that she dies, right? Her heart stops. Yeah, she stops breathing, and I'm like, uh, rude. For what? But luckily, luckily I was there, and I was there for her, and I was there thrusting, and kissing, and mouth-breathing, and, and, and ladies and gentlemen, through the wonderment of accidental CPR, I revived her. That's right. I raped her back from the dead. All right. Fuck it, I'm out of here. Thanks a lot, guys. Understand that I I come at it and it's a little you know I can be I can be a little hacky because I am new and it's you know it's like I have no one's saying that but well I meant it as like the way that I approach certain things because I'm not as, wouldn't use the H word right because I don't I don't steal I don't fucking take and like not yeah ever you're, no you're always me. original that's I try for my sure. fucking damn like, to be as original as as, as shocking as your rape jokes may be I haven't heard them anywhere else and they're funny yeah. Right, and you say they're funny. So, and that's what I appreciate. I appreciate people that I think are funny and good editors and listeners. To, and if they think, if they, you know. Patrick wouldn't have carpooled with you if you weren't. That's true. I, so I don't, wouldn't, I don't wouldn't give be out here. rides. I don't give out rides to many people. Yeah, I. He would have just put a pizza to, in the seat next to him and been really comfortable. I'm not. I don't need the sympathy because I go on stage and I you're tell, gonna do that I when you're home too. You can order a pizza and drive around in a car <laughs> with it next to. Continue. <laughs> we gotta get a little Patrick in this episode. Yeah, man. Don't no, forget I'm here, guys. No, no, this yeah. is fun. This is... Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I yeah. wanna. I, I'm just. Aaron's a interesting dude to hear talk. He's no, I, I, um, I. I really thought, like, that when I wrote that rape joke, that that was just it. That was like, and for a while, I was like, I don't. I'm not sure that I can even. Just to for the audience, I I have a minute and a half long like rape <laughs> thing. That's not that good. It's well, okay. It's pretty it's funny. A, it's a lot of journey, yeah. and and a lot of the journey is some raping her, I'm raping her, right? Well, What's okay. Going? Yeah, yeah. You know, no, and it's but it's a contextual thing. It's a yeah, whole. Yeah, yeah. There's a, there's a lot of it's layers. A whole, it's an act out. There's a little bit. And it's facetious and tongue in cheek all in one. Of course. And, and in the end, but, you're not making fun of the rape. But in the rape whole it, thing, rapees, it's not, you're making fun of the rapists. Right. Which is the you know I mean, I mean, the big I mean, thing. I mean, I'm making fun of the culture. Like, but 
it doesn't matter if it comes across. The fact is, it's just not an A joke. It's just not. It's just not. <laughs> yeah. And I thought for mm. a long time, I thought like it was like. Yeah, it's hard to. Interesting. It's. You're but really... I was a new, you know, I and I was like, I didn't care. It was like, and it wasn't, and, and still to this day, it's not the fact that it's a rape joke that makes it not an A joke. It's just it's. It's that just not. It could be a better it joke. It could be a better whatever. joke. Yeah, I'm not. Hmm. I could be a better comedian about it. And it well, it's it's good, but it's it could be better. Yeah, it's a, it's a good. I mean, it's a good joke. It's just it's about there's you know just certain topics that people. Either way, I get yeah. The I think the right. main point I was trying to make was that I get a better reaction going away from that and. Sure. I mean, <laughs> chatting people up in the crowd. It, yeah. There is something you know about those words are powerful. You know. And I like to save them. Exactly. Just to when, shoot him uh, out like when, that. When Hawker, uh, whatever. That's not funny. <laughs> yeah, you just you, you just want <laughs> yeah, to rape him out there. Yeah, the, so uh, what we were doing before we were talking about the rape? Before uh, the rape, rape, and the rape, 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 rape. Rapey style. I think rape. It's just the one Edit position. the rapes. Edit the rapes. Yeah. Edit please. the rapes. Oh, Take yeah, out these rapes. Yeah. Actually, please. I like it. Keep in the rape <laughs> song. Keep in the rapes. Edit out the rapes, but keep in the rape song. All right. Um. Yeah, so I like to try to be edgy, man. So yeah, we're you know edgy, newer, and like let's every, let's like talk for you else. since you're <laughs> since you've got less past to talk about. Let's talk about future. Okay. Where do you see yourself going in this vehiculo de comedia? There's no way Aaron knows what you just. said. To be totally honest, I uh, there's a couple things that I want to get accomplished. That's that's here. the making model of your car, Patrick. Is the vehiculo de oh, comedia? Jesus. You want to get a couple more. I have a couple things I want to accomplish here, um, not necessarily in comedy, uh, just some milestones for myself uh, in film, and uh, I'm, I'm I'm a little bit I'm a little bit more than just a comedian. Oh, uh, do tell. I, I do am, tell. I, uh, I I I attended Miami Film School, and I uh, I, I I don't know. I, I dabble in painting, and I Renaissance man of sorts. Well versed. Not a lot of people know. Right, you know, I I, I uh, qualified to manage a restaurant nationally. I'm nationally certified as a restaurant. Oh yeah. Food safety manager. I can. I uh, uh, I'm certified in, in the state of Florida to uh, maintain public pools. Wow. <laughs> I have a lot of certifications actually. Now, if you could, and and airplane stuff too, right? Fix you fixed machines. Yeah, I uh, do uh, custom paint and body work. Uh, on motorcycles and cars, and yeah, our uh, we do uh, con- uh, contracting work for private jets, and we do uh, for jet maintenance companies. So you can you can if you can get all those and somehow fuse them into one. I would not do any of them. Place I just do comedy. Like and like a, you you drive your car in and then you smoke in the car wash and then they fix your car while you do it. <laughs> you're at a comedy show and right, meanwhile right, 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 there's like right. a pool a that you're cleaning. Of me smoking a joint in the car. That's wash. happening during the show and you sell them the picture of them watching the show while you paint it after. Huh? No, none of that. <laughs> no, no, no. I was, I was well, really so, thinking was so that I was gonna I was gonna get some of this things under my belt. Uh, some of it's kind of like. A little private that I don't want to talk about, just because it's like, man, you know, you give it way too many details and the magic's lost. But I, I want to accomplish some Ooh. things down here, Ooh. and then uh, which 
really should only take me a couple more months, and I uh, plan to move sh- to Chicago. Chicago. Yeah, the original plan was September, but I'm suspending that indefinitely until I get these things that I want done, these milestones and accomplishments. Well, let's see. So the last episode will be used to gauge pre-New York Patrick Schroeder, and this episode will be used to gauge pre-murder uh, spree Aaron Wasserman. Yeah, yeah. that is very and, vague. I don't... Uh, I'm well, actually glad I'm leaving now, so I don't have to Well, no, no, they're, 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 they're... I have... I, I, like, I mean, Chicago. I'm, well, that's the murder capital right now. So that's what I thought, That's where I thought you were going, because I'm now I'm going from Detroit wow. to Florida... To Chicago, like Look just at the you. worst. You're doing the award tour of stabbing the worst shooting. fucking places. You really you could, could just be a serial killer. But I'm, the the uh, idea, we are, and we're susceptible. We're all alone in this parking lot now. Yeah, the idea is that I go to. Like, I could have been, but now you know, I died for a second there. Patrick, are you okay? Sorry, I keep getting freaked oh, he's out alive. by the uh, the cars that go by. I keep thinking it's a cop. Well, now we're. Chicago is supposed to be a place yeah. where I can get my hours on stage, where I can, I can like kind of catch up. Yeah. To other comedians, it's not like where I'm gonna. I don't look at it as a place where I'm gonna go and make it big. I look at it as a place where I can do three shows every night in a big city and get my my hours on the stage because that's really what I'm missing. I feel like. Like we were talking about life experience and stuff and being a funny cat and I love to hang out with but it's it's not the same as you get when you're on stage and you have all these things coming at you at once like different vibes coming from different tables and you're dealing with all that and it's it's really an awesome thing but to be good at it you know it takes it takes putting in the work mm. as we all know right just like anything and, and right that transcends anything yeah, everything. The uh, well, you know, Patrick said he was doing that down here. How come you feel like you need to go to Chicago to do that? Well, look at Patrick Schroeder. He's twenty three years old. I'm and looking. He's been he's been doing this, and I'm liking for what how I'm many, how how long? Seven years. I want to get that many hours. I want to compact. I I travel my damnedest in Florida. Physical limits. I can do eight shows a week. Like, if I stretch my physical limits, right. gas, and... Like, really pushing it. Really pushing it. Right, which you can only sustain Chicago, for a little I go to Chicago, I can get 12 shows yeah. by fucking Thursday, Wednesday. Hmm. But I yeah. can get bored with it in a second. I don't know. I'm like... It sounds good. Try to keep the overhead low and keep moving. Hmm. That's what you gotta do these days. Low overhead. Low overhead, man. You just broke up with your girlfriend. Speaking yeah. about low overhead, yeah. let's talk about that. No, I'm Daniel Reskin. Uh, I want to talk about it's Dan. It's the podcast. I want. Uh, this is what I want to talk about. I mean, we can talk about. I mean, if it's entertaining, we. We'll it's it. about you. You're not gonna think it's entertaining, but people no. listen. I never. I don't really talk about my personal life very right. much. Well, Daniel in Reskin. In public, because it's you know I'm trying to be funny for the people. You know, but I did. Here, I'll, I'll, I'll give you this. Uh, <laughs> this recent breakup uh, has made me want to start doing more or some relationship material on stage, which is not a thing I've really done much. So, I, but there's definitely like I want to talk about more real stuff in my comedy, 
And yeah, while we're talking about me, I also think that, uh, yeah, I know I have to, the thing I'm doing now is not the thing that is going to get me where I want to be. I know I still have to make a, a turn or two, refine through a crystal, it's, it's a couple things. So this is like something that's happened, like, whatever, when you, when you quit weed or whatever, like, not quit, but like, you took, this is like a whole, this isn't just a weed thing, this is like, like a, a whole... It, it, I think it was burned by my crisis by my twenty eighth birthday. You're having like a recently. not a crisis. I wouldn't describe it as a crisis, but you're trying to you're trying to put things into place. You're trying to make make sure yeah. that you're set. You're thinking about future Daniel. You don't want to look back and be like present Daniel was a dick. You want to look back yeah. and be like, yeah man, yeah that guy, he set future Daniel up for some cool shit. I'm trying to engineer my life, and I and I and I, I like what you're doing. Appreciate it, and you know what? It's this this self doubt is is you know eroding. <laughs> no, it's good, man. I, uh, change, you know. It was, but it was a lot of rapid change all at once. It's usually how it happens. Yeah, you just broke up with your girlfriend too. You had a breakup. Just, I mean, we don't have to talk about it, but things happen. Like, yeah. and as a comedian, you still got to be funny every night, and and. Uh, you're living life, and I guess one of the, the best ways is to use that, and, you know, some comedians get raw and, and talk about that, and some comedians just do their act, and that can can really act as a solve on a, you know, a burning wound. It's strange, but some people get depressed and hold themselves up, and then they don't do comedy. That's just the, that's the funny thing of you're not just balancing your finances as a comedian, like, you're balancing your sanity a lot of the time. Yeah. And, uh, I, I think the delicate you, interplay of your act and your personality and your actual life. And If you just you know, look at it as not even being an option, like, you have... You, there's so many times just, where you just don't want to go... Oh, right. ...do it, and you're tired, but... You're like, what am I doing if I don't do this? Yeah, I mean, you know, you're... If you're going to do it, you might as well do it, because... You know. Last time I performed with you, it wasn't with you. It was like I had to perform so that I could stretch out the oh, time. Oh, yeah, so I could make it because I was I didn't even want to perform. It was the mic. second time oh, the really? night. I had already performed earlier in the night or something. Uh, yeah. No, and I really, I really needed that because I had bombed at the first uh, mic. and then Yeah, and, and I'm sitting there at this out. other place like I do not want to get up. I just, I just want to go home. I'm going to sit through. Everyone else can go up. And Patrick Schroeder's on texting me. You gotta go up. You gotta stretch the time out so that <laughs> because there's no other performers. I was like, either uh, I was the last one on the list. Did they do list. the stretch motion? That's the best one where they do this. Oh no, I was doing this to, to John Hine so that I didn't. It's like he you're didn't even pulling look at a me. piece of gum apart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I go up thinking I gotta stretch. How the hat? Do you have a good set? I, I. For what it was, warm him up for old peace rugs. For for what it was, I was I was glad I went up. Quite well for himself. And and was there like a a look of relief in your eye when you saw Patrick walk in the back of the room? (laughs) I uh, no, when you because when you're on stage, I'm sure he was was like, oh no, I still got some stuff. Yeah, I was blowing through it. He walked through halfway. Like (laughs) (laughs) I still did like another couple minutes. You're like, I'm here. I'm milking it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Good. Yeah. Yeah, man, that's comedy. You're like. People often call us like doppelgangers. It's been said. We do look alike, and you're a, you are the sportsist version of me. It's an alternate universe. 
you know, it's, if I if I uh, would have uh, stayed in baseball, I probably would have hated it so much that I would have hated all sports and just become you. Wow. <laughs> so, wow. So, See, what's going to be revealed is that we're the same person from an alternate timeline, yeah. but somehow, my, like, we got our dimensions fused. I could totally... Yeah, that's it, totally what's going to happen. I could see that. And you're a third version of us that's from the future, like Bruce Willis in The Looper, yeah. and you got this cool scar on your eye, which is so fucking cool. I don't know the story behind that. I'm sorry if it sucks, but it looks awesome, and yeah, it's like no, every just, badass uh, anime character and cool samurai. Yeah. It's the coolest place you can have a scar on your face. It really is. And I want you to know that. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let that guy know, uh, the one that tried to kill me. Yeah, fuck I'm, him. <laughs> I'm going to let him but. know that you really think it's badass and cool. <laughs> not that he tried to kill you. That I do not condone. <laughs> hey, you know what bad form guy who tried to kill Aaron Wasserman? You know what? You're gonna have, you're gonna straight up. And all the other ones? Yeah. Yeah, it's not just... <laughs> oh, guys. guys. I got a couple more. Whatever. Well, this one specifically. Hey, I don't know what the all you guys... Could be justified. You're forgiven, bro. We made it. Look at you with your green aura. It must no, be forgiveness. No, we made it. We're, no, I, I don't wish ill on anybody that tried to kill me. In the green past. is the color of love with chakras, so there you go. I don't know if that's true, but I, what is true is that anybody who wished ill on me in the past or tried to kill me, y'all are forgiven. I love you. Not that much, but just... <laughs> I don't know what I'm trying to say, except for just don't try to kill me anymore. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> that's, the, that's the root of this. That's what we're right, getting at. Right, don't try to kill me anymore. Just listeners, you know, while you're thinking about comedy in Florida and stuff, also consider not killing Aaron Wasserman. I mean, it's really, really, doesn't take I've much time. Not, I'm really proven really good at not dying so far. <laughs> Even sometimes when I really want to. <laughs> Has, he, hasn't caught up to him yet. <laughs> It's still this undefeated. Weird torture thing <laughs> yeah. that God's playing with me. Yeah. All right, can we smoke more weed? All right, alternate universe closing. I want to say thanks. Thanks for listening to you, listeners. But thanks to our guests, uh, Patrick Schroeder and Aaron Wasserman. Thank you for having me. Thanks a lot. It was a lot of fun. Good way to uh, go out. <laughs> yeah, where can the people find you, Aaron Vossimans? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can find me on Facebook, at airports, uh, hotel lobbies. Um, I do uh, restaurants sometimes, uh, sous chefing. Cool, but like, uh, can they follow you online? Oh, yeah, yeah, Twitter, <laughs> at Aaron Wasserman, A-A-R-O-N-W-A-S-S-E-R-M-A-N-N. Super double letter action, okay? Mm-hmm. This uh-huh. guy is, is alphabet hog over here. Doble. Uh, but you gotta admire that in a certain respect. And Patrick Schroeder, we know your your Twitter handle. Uh, yeah, just uh, you can find me on Twitter at Schrotime, S C H R O Time. And uh, yeah, just I mean, I tweet about sports, so you're gonna I mean, hate it and unfollow me immediately. But that's uh, all right. Thank you for listening. It was a lot of fun. And uh, yeah, good luck to you on your journey. That and uh, we're all proud. We're ours is uh, continuing down here. We soldier on, Aaron. All right, thanks for listening, everybody. Good something.